Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Class 1A podcast. Season 5 is finally here. We are incredibly excited. But as you know, my name is Andrew Nimsgren. Alongside me, I have Dylan Beal and the final return of James Graham. It's been a while, and I don't think yeah. there's a better episode for you to come back on than episode 1 of season 5. Yeah, it synced up really well that basic ended the day before the like season started up. Like I like I we couldn't have planned that better. That was that was perfect. Yeah, little known fact, we actually sent James away to train specifically for the season. <laughs> yep. That's why a, I left. It was his own training arc coming into obviously becoming the main character of the Class One A podcast for season five. But we we got a manga in the works. We got the animes coming later. It'll be it's coming. all it's all coming. It's going to be perfect. But. So if anyone is joining for the first time, so we're now jumping back in these last couple of months. We've been doing special episodes. We've been doing vigilante recaps. We are now completely shifting focus towards the new anime season as that is where the show started and it will be going for the next 26 episodes of season five. We'll still be doing random videos here and there, but we're going back with this. If you already know everything about class 1A, there are going to be timestamps down in the YouTube descriptions or in the podcast so you can jump along to that. But I just want to kind of walk through exactly how we're going to be doing this recap. If this is your first time going through a Class 1A podcast of an anime episode recap. What I'm just going to do is you're always going to get this. We're always going to say some dumb shit at the beginning of every episode. And then I am going to talk for way too long about the recap of the episode. Usually just going to be a couple of minutes. We're trying to shorten that down a lot. And then we're all going to give our general thoughts. and so just talk about the episode and what we thought. From there, we're going to go into a couple of structured questions. We're kind of thoughts about what we want to talk about so i think today we want to talk about the new opening closer we want to talk about the overall recaps compared to previous seasons and then the post credit scene which is a really big thing we want to spend a little bit of time talking about and then our favorite thing is the plus ultra reward where every single episode we're going to decide one character that went beyond count them up throughout the entire season and then have a couple of plus ultra winners at the end of the season and then any questions people send in Anything else we want to talk about? And then just a general wrap-up of the show. So that's kind of what to expect here. Any episodes outside of the anime recaps, you have no idea what to expect. But with this, that's going to be the general format. But I guess with that, I might as well continue as promised and talk way too long about what actually happened in the episode. So it started off with pretty much a flashback of all the Class 1A students talking about the Endeavor versus the high-end fight which again is a great way to start any season because it gave me chills right off the bat. We pretty much get to see a shortened version of that episode ending with him putting his arm up and then jumping back to the current day where as all the students sit down and Aizawa comes in, an alarm goes off saying that there is a hypothetical villain on campus and that Class 1A needs to respond. Class 1A goes over and they start to do scouting with a couple of the classmates that are best for that, like Jiro and uh, Shoji and then eventually they start breaking up into squads as there is a fire going on and that there is someone in the water. We learn that Mirio is the one in the water and that they a small group has to work together to go and save him multiple times throughout the episode. Another squad breaks out to go and stop the fire which is out burning down and collapsing one of the buildings and put that out which includes Shoto and Genium and people like that and then there is a fourth squad that is looking for the villains Part of those broke off, but not too worried about that. But they're just kind of going through and trying to figure out where the villains are. It is revealed that the hypothetical villains are going to be the two remaining members of the big three, Amajiki and Hado. And they're kind of very much being themselves while pretending to be these villains. Hado being very much kind of the innocent person she is, saying, don't move, you kids need to be punished, all that. While Amajiki just wants to go home and makes that very clear throughout the entire episode in a lot of really funny moments. 
this whole interaction is here. There's a small fight going on. Hado's actually taking care of very easily, showing how well Class 1A is working together and how much they advanced. And eventually, the fight against Amajiki is going well until Bakugo literally rolls in on top of like a Ferrari and then instantly beats him up. And then that is the end of that there. There's a couple of smaller moments to talk about um, throughout the fight there, but pretty much ends with Bakugo blowing up the entire city, it looks like, with a death skull going up in the sky and everyone walking out just covered in ash. We do get the ending credits there. And then afterwards, we do get a short scene saying, seeing with Endeavor in the hospital, badly injured after his fight with the high-end Nomu, because this is only one day after that fight happened. And then it also has a flashback of right after Endeavor putting his fist up of Hawks coming over and kind of grabbing him. They talk a little bit about, oh, that's All Might's pose. And during that moment, Dobby shows up saying, hey, we haven't met yet. And kind of just a very short thing there, but that there's a confrontation from Dobby after the whole fight. But even after that, we do see Hawks and Dobby meeting just briefly at the end of the episode. Who knows what to talk about? And then from there, it goes into the episode preview. That doesn't show too much, just kind of sets up the Class 1A, Class 1B a little bit and sets up a little bit about what Hawks is doing um, with both organizations. So super interesting thing to talk about later. But overall thoughts on the episode, I think for a recap, this is about as best we can get, right? I, 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 you know what? Every season, every season I do this to myself and I don't know why, I pray they don't do a recap episode. And every time I get it and I'm just like, fuck. But honestly, like, I mean, yeah, for a recap episode, it was pretty well done. Um, I had one nitpick. I like, I like overall, I was like, okay, cool. We get a reintroduction to all these characters. That's sick. And we get to see their powers, their names, all this shit. Some of them don't have the whatever hero. I don't know if you guys picked that up when <laughs> they were didn't. doing that. Like, yeah. So like Uravity didn't have one. Um, uh, Deku, of course, doesn't have one. But there was like, and it wasn't like consistent with like, okay, the main cast doesn't have it, right? Like they, it was in like, I don't know. It was just like something that really irked me that like you had it consistently all the way through. And then like these couple characters did. I was like, why? Like just... Come on, man. Come on. But Give I them take something. that as a good sign. If that's your one irk of the episode, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a really small one. Because, I mean, at least for me, Dylan, I'll get you. I mean, I was laughing throughout the entire time. Every time Mirio was on screen, I was laughing. Every time Amajiki talked, I was laughing. Like, yeah. the whole interaction with the Big Three in Class 1A was phenomenal. I mean, this stands up to a lot of manga episodes for me in terms of enjoyment. Pushing the story forward, obviously, a very different case, but starting with the Endeavor fight, going into the really fun moments and kind of seeing how well Class 1A is doing and then the fighting against Big 3 and then kind of getting that moment that a lot of people are waiting for at the end of Season 4 of Dobby showing up after that Endeavor Nomu fight was such a good way to end and actually kind of makes part of it a canon episode because that is something that happened in the manga that wasn't covered at the end of Season 4. So I think it's about as best as you can get for a recap episode. Mm. Yeah, I was smiling like an idiot yeah. the entire time. Um, I was just really happy, one, to have the show back, um, and two, it was a good one. Like, it wasn't bad. Uh, I, I was worried that they were going to get bogged down in the whole, like, explaining the story over to us, which didn't really do that, so it was, like, kind of cool. Um, and then, yeah, adding in the little bit at the very end to make it more, like, focused on the story, I think yeah. that's a really important bit, and they should probably do something similar with them going forward. I think so. I hope that I really take the, uh, they take this template away from this one and start implementing it forward. I think a big reason why this this recap felt so much better than the other ones do is they didn't overuse previous episode footage, right? There's a lot of this stuff was like 
like mostly brand, like brand new for this episode, right? All those fights, all that shit. Um, I was a big fan of the stills too. Every time they like went like uh, one that stood out to me really good was Ciro's. I thought Ciro's like still was really sick because yeah. it had a tape covering like half his face. Um, he so, looked really yeah, think, cool in his like his fight against um, Ambajiki too. He looked like a badass for the thirty seconds he got his screen time. Yeah, he well, looked like a background character for one. Exactly. No, no. And I think they did a really good job with that. They made all, all, like every character feel included, right? Like I mean, even uh, even um, freaking oh my god, uh, Omni Voice or Omni Voice and like Sugarman, oh, like they both, yeah, yeah, they 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 both had their time and like. It's like they're not. It's like it's as much as they're gonna get, but yeah. still, it was nice. It was nice to have like the entire class introduced. Can we talk yeah, so about this? Wasato's name always Sugar Man, because when Froppy called him that, I was like, "Is she being mean <laughs> to him?" I thought she was like talking shit. I think he, no, he that was the name he picked uh, like when they did hero names. I, oh, I do not remember that at all. I, I don't think he used it very often. Is yeah, the thing. no. No, he didn't. And like, yeah, he's I I can't remember what hero I think he's just the sugar hero or yeah, something. Yeah, the like sugar that. hero, sugar man. Sugar man, yeah. And his power is sugar rush, right? <laughs> well, like so, yeah, I don't know. He's perfect the way he is. <laughs> so one thing I noticed that I guess uh so I, I was watching the the subbed version of it, and one thing I didn't notice before uh is Ayoyama uh can't stop twinkling everyone's name. Like so everyone's hero name for the most part is like an Engl- English name, um, except yeah. his is literally the English characters, and he's the only one they use the English characters for, like in in his splash screen. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his hero name is lengthy as hell too. Like it's 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 great. It's but it's so Aoyama, right? At this yeah. point, like it's like it's 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 perfect for the character. Yeah, I, I really think everyone got a spotlight in. And again, kind of going back to this format is if you're jumping into season five, it's yes, it's a recap episode, but like kind of reminding people of what the hero names are and like a quirk a little bit, like. That's yeah. all you should be reminding people of and the exact thing that ha- ended at the end of season four. Like, I agree. That's all you need to do because if you're jumping into season five and have watched nothing, you don't deserve a full recap. Go back yeah. and watch the previous season. So I agree. And I think that's what made it special is that even last season, there was a lot bigger thing. Like, I think they even touched on like Deku and All Might meeting and him getting his quirk for the first time at the beginning of season four of the anime. Like, that just felt like such a big jump. And this one was so much smaller, which I really think... Um, it was great. So I think overall, we're all very happy with the episode. We don't really have any big complaints, except the fact that it's not a manga episode, but we're as happy as we can be for it. Yeah, and the one thing I did uh, see someone comment on is that it did not open up with a Deku monologue. Thank it was God. in there, though. It was it in was there, but it did not open on it. I, I, liked, I yeah. liked the cold opener and that the uh, opening didn't come until a little later into it. I actually really liked that instead yeah. of a normal opening. But I guess that's actually a really good transition. Start moving to the couple of topics we really want to hit on. The first one being, what are our thoughts on the new opening and closing? I think we start with the opener first, give our thoughts about it, and then we move over to the closing. But Dylan, how are you feeling about the new one? It's incredible. It's really good. It's like super solid. It's not my favorite out of all of them, but like in terms of visuals, the visuals are there. They're really good. And the song's really good. Um, the only thing about the visuals is... I think it's like pretty apparent that it's going to cover this first arc coming up based on the trailer that we see. That's like kind of where the visuals are, are leading us into, yep. um, which is cool. Um, it's really awesome. There's some good scenes there. Um, I'm just, uh, I- I'm just really hyped on it now though. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no like crazy foreshadowing in the, in the opener, right? It, it's pretty in line with the trailer. 
and like that like because there's nothing that you've seen in the opener that you're like what like what the hell is well, the well, there's there's one thing there is one thing there's okay. uh yeah yeah okay there is okay spirits. yeah there's, yeah the spook yeah the spirit <laughs> yeah all the spooky ghosts are there thing. and shinzo and we like, know nothing about shinzo at this point from the end true but we know, but like we know, like, Shinzo has been in all the promotional art for this season, right? So you know he's an integral part of this at some point. Um, I thought it was weird that they have like Shinzo and Deku squaring off because I'm like, like, they, like it's just not. I don't think that's how it's gonna work. But whatever, fuck it. Uh, we'll we'll take it. Um, but I thought overall, yeah, like a song, like 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 Dylan said, I don't think it's my top. But it's pretty damn good. In the visuals, I love. I just like seeing people use their powers. So, um, and we see a bunch of that in this. Yeah, I'm really I, happy with it. I agree. I, it's definitely not my favorite. First time through, I'm like, ah, I don't love it. The second time through, it definitely grew me a little bit, especially when that kind of the, um, kind of the upbeat comes in about halfway through the opening. It really picks up. The, the quirks start coming. I really start enjoying it there. It's a little bit of a slow start compared to some other ones that. Usually they have like the really hard guitar rift or something right as it starts. Yeah. So it's a different vibe. But again, I think the animation and the actual visuals behind it is super fun to watch. And it's going to grow on me as I go. But I think we're going to get a lot of them. I think we're going to get a lot of new openers and closers throughout this season. But I guess before we move on to the ending, just want to actually give the song names for both of them if anyone is actually curious. So this first one is number one by Dish. I think it was a song made specifically for the anime because it didn't exist before today. And then the uh, ending theme is going to be Footprints by the Peggies, which is what I want to transfer into talking about. I think this is my second favorite closing, visual-wise, behind the fancy one. I yeah. love to see them all go shopping and just kind of having a good time and do the party or whatever. I love that aspect. The song is really good, too. Again, I don't think it stands up to something like Star Maker or some of the other ending songs, but it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Overall, it's up there in almost S tier, I'd say, just because of the visuals alone and the song, anything with the Peckies, I'm going to love. Yeah, it's it's really good. And I'm a big, big sucker for costume changes of any kind. And so the Those fact that we got like some, sick. yeah, the fact yeah. that we got some new, uh, new costumes for, for class 1A, just like in their casual, just like going shopping clothes. It's so cool. It's awesome. I love it. It it reminds me like very much of like why so many people enjoyed the first Jujutsu Kaisen closer because it was like it was the costume change it was very upbeat all that stuff and I this had the same effect which I and I really like that this actually caught me better than the opener I was more into the closing than I was yes. the opener um and yeah the co- like again the costume changes were were great I was a big fan also love the fact that like it, like in the supermarket it's just littered with like 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 top heroes Back like um, all might all that kind yeah. of stuff it's so cool yeah and the nice little easter egg of the, the the top hero switch when deku grabs the pack and it's all might and then behind it it's endeavor so like you can like the new products getting rolled out with yeah the that's a good top hero, i thought right? i noticed that the second time through but i did not kind of put that together that's actually such a good little egg but... yeah exactly right it was sick so yeah big big fan of this one too perfect then i guess the next thing is i guess we've touched on it a little bit for the re the, like the recap format thoughts. So we pretty much all agree that this is going to be the best recap so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the important bit of this is that uh we we talked about is you only really go into like what just happened in the story from season four and just use this just to remind everyone everyone's name and quirk. I think I think that's a really good format for it. 
you get to be reminded like what how the characters interact and like what they're like how they you know how like how they interact with their classmates and stuff like that um you get a nice little bit of aizawa too so like i mean you kind of get all the the core components of the show without beating you to death with like this is what happened in season one, two, three, four. You know what I mean? Like it's the immediate shit that you like most people would be going back into. Is there any way to tweak it and make it a little better? Cause I feel like most of the recaps have been getting a little better as seasons have gone on. Is there any little tweak here and there besides James little irk with not the hero names always appearing correctly <laughs> outside of that? Is there anything that could have made this episode better for you guys? Make it more story relevant. Um, and that's the only yeah. way, but I, I feel like, the the introduction of like the names and the quirks might get in the way of the story if you do that yeah. so i don't know i think i think this is getting close uh, i in the important bit for this is even though on all the sites it's going to show up as an episode this is an episode zero i believe so it's not going to get in the way of the episode uh total i think it's like what 25 or 26 um, um i want to say 25 i want to say yeah. it's always really and, 25 and i think that's the thing that i i feel fine about is you know we get a nice light introduction there's really good bits in there i don't have like any sour like taste in my mouth from it so i think this is about as good as you're gonna get for a recap episode i agree yeah yeah i think yeah like it it it, it kind of captures exactly what you want from the characters and that's really i think the big emphasis of this and then again the relevant story bits right plus new story bits that they left out that they roped in Yes, which, which I think was huge. And I think that's what brought it. Like, I think that's as story relevant it can be. It's like, oh, this is the day after the end of season four. And then on the end, they kind of do one last flashback of setting up some bigger things. So I, I agree. I think this is about as close to the perfect formula for a recap episode as they can get. Obviously, remove them in the future if, if you really want to make it better. <laughs> but I agree. As long as it's an episode zero, I'm always happy with this. And if I'm laughing this hard every time. I think it's a great way to start the season. But... The last big thing we got to talk about all that post credit scenes. And I think most specifically Hawks is Hawks a villain. He was working with Dobby. I mean, not let's not say working is an overestimation, but he was meeting Dobby in a dark alley and they weren't instantly fighting. And he was looking real like, like he was like a, he's like darkened by like a shadow. Yep. He like kind of yeah. looked evil. I, I think the thing that like really starts setting off my alarm here is we also got something kind of like this in the movie as well, right? Did we? Like, like yeah. we we got we got mention of Shigaraki talking about Hawks um, at the end of the movie, um, right? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. that, and so that was like a a very confusing. Like, what is he talking about? And then that, in addition to this, is like setting off some like I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting nervous. I like yeah. Hawks. He's he's a really cool character. I, I'm just getting nervous. Especially yeah, the thing with fun. Go ahead. No, uh, like, the, like, now I'm like now I'm like questioning the movie because like the movie's not supposed to be canon, but why is it including canon shit? You know what I mean? Um, but like on top of that, like it's as you've seen in the episode, and I think this actually is, takes into the preview too. Um, it does. It seems like an uneasy kind of conversation because I'm pretty sure at one point he brings out like a like a like a like a a feather blade and some shit and like hold it That's to true. his throat. So it's like, but they're still having a conversation. You know what I mean? There's still a discussion, which is like, is he evil? Is he a villain? Or is he just not that straight, that straight shot of a hero? You know what I mean? Which is, which is kind of more where I'm going towards like, cause Hawks is like young. He's ambitious. We already know he really is just trying to go a mile a minute 
Like that's his whole, that's his whole thing. He wants to be the fastest and the quickest. And if he sees this as like the quickest route to get to a resolution, mm. maybe that's why he's doing it. So I don't want to put him in the, he's a villain category right away, but. So like a, I don't, I don't want to say like an anti-hero, but like, he's like kind of willing to get his hands dirty as long yeah. as he has the best outcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think anti-hero is too, too far into the other too far, but yeah. But like, yeah, not afraid to get his hands dirty too. like get the, the, for the greater good sort of thing right i yeah. think he's i think it's what, what like where, where are we putting that on like the the alignment chart is that like can you get chaotic good like would you put that there that chaotic yeah, like, yeah yeah i mean you're looking for the best outcomes so yeah. probably but like i don't know my question is like why so so what greater threat is there than if he's like working with dobby which assuming that's the entire league of villains what's the greater threat then because if he's working with them mm. It, that must be like to, to fight something else and what could that other thing be because we the, have we have no leads right now well the other thing is too is why is it dobby why is it dobby out of the entire league of villains why isn't it shigaraki why isn't it um fucking portal boy like why isn't it like twice. somebody yeah why is it somebody a bit more like integral to like the command structure why is it dobby why and especially with just a fight with endeavor and like i mean we don't know, like, I mean, the correlation is, like, there's powers. Like, they, they have the same goddamn powers. But, like, is that going to play in? Like, is, like, why are we getting so many, like, why is it him? Why is it Dobby? I think there's more questions about why is it Dobby, not why is Hawks having the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's all really fair points. And just the last thing to kind of bring into it is that, I mean, Hawks brought Endeavor to the city, and as they're sitting down at lunch, He's attacked by one of the strongest no moves ever. And now we're seeing him meeting with the League of Villains. I mean, I think there's probably some kind of correlation there. I mean, I don't think that's by chance that he's talking about all these no moves in the shadow and then one comes straight at them. Like, that just all seems a little bit too on the nose when we're seeing Hawks talking to Dobby as well. So I think that's also something to play in things that, regardless of what Hawks is, chaotic, good, evil, whatever he is, that I think that correlation is a little too close for it not to at yeah. least lead that Hawks probably had something to do with that. Yeah, it's real sus. It's real, real sus. I agree. But I think that's really the last for those kind of things, unless you guys want to touch anything else, because I think we need to head into our first plus ultra award of the season. So as I said at the beginning of the episode, this is an award we give out each and every single episode of the anime of one character that either went beyond, made the episode special, or just stood out to each of us hosts, and we each get to pick our own character every episode, and we'll tally up all the points at the end. And James, since this is your first episode back in forever, you get the honors of the first plus ultra of season five. Oh, this is difficult because it's like a recap and like they try and like share the limelight to everybody. I almost want to give it to Mirio for like top tier acting. Like I like I think I think that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it to Mirio just for his acting skills alone. But also Amajiki for like sticking to like the most himself he's ever been. It's a real, it's a toss. I pick like one or the other. I don't, I don't care. So, so the important bit is this, this is, we have stakes this season. There's, oh. there's stakes for plus ultra. So you have to decide. You have on to one. pick one. Uh, God damn it. Give it to Mirio. Give right. it to Mirio. Dylan, is Mirio. that your vote? It's going to be Mirio <laughs> as well. <laughs> he was just so funny. He was, he was just too funny in this yeah. episode. I, I agree. And I, Mirio is my second choice. Amajiki is my first because I very oh, much love okay. playing in Amajiki as well. Mirio is just much close, especially the last shot of him when he's just 
spinning with just his face <laughs> out of the water, going down the like that one got me bursting, laughing both times. I watched the episode twice already this morning. Both times I was just laughing so hard at that. But Amajiki not only kind of being a badass and actually fighting until being scared of Bakugo in the very end, which is fitting. Anyone would be scared of it, but he had a lot of really good moments too. But those two definitely were stars of the episode, despite Bakugo literally showing up on a Ferrari and just being the shit out of Amajiki, which is something we didn't touch on enough. But God, what an iconic Bakugo moment. Yelling at Kaminari and then Kirishima kind of being the front guard. An iconic moment for that group. On though is that this is the first time we've actually seen or second time sorry that we've seen Bakugo actually be disciplined because of stuff he's done like like this is like this is we you never see it he does like so much stuff that you're like you could probably get in shit for that you could probably get in shit for that but this is there like bring him to the like the staff back with the office and I was like that's that's a first I don't think we've ever seen him like go to the principal's office but this is yeah. it's happening but overall guys what a first episode of the season. I think it's only going to get better from here. I mean, the, obviously, the openers uh, teasing so much. All the trailers, we have so much to know between whatever's awakening within Deku, between the new vestige and spirits we've seen, and now the um, next episode um, preview and the opener. So there's so much that's going to happen this season. I'm so excited with that. But unless you guys have anything else to talk about, I think that is going to be it for the first episode recap of season five. We're in it. Perfect. Full send. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Class 1A Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe, turn on the bell, and obviously leave your comments and thoughts about the episode overall so that you get all of our updated My Hero Academia content because you know right after recording this, we're going to go and actually record a breakdown and our thoughts on the new trailer for the third My Hero Academia movie, and that's going to be on YouTube only. So make sure you can follow along with that. And if you're listening to a podcast, as so many of you do, Five-star reviews, always appreciative. And if you want even more My Hero content, all on YouTube, like I just said. But thank you so much. I will see you all next Saturday for the next episode of the Class 1A podcast.